Yes, What's man. going on, sports family? It's your favorite two grown ass men, Mike and Jamal. We're here biting out some kneecaps today, Mike. Good morning. <laughs> Say what up to the sports family, man. What's up, sports family? We one week away from the Super Bowl. Y'all already know what we about to talk about. Yes, sir. NFC AFC Championship weekend, man. You know we can't we we can't leave Mike out of this conversation. We have got to bring it live and direct, man, because his Tampa Bay Bucks have made it this close to the Super Bowl. And Mike's been telling me all year long we're going to the Super Bowl. And of course, as a fan of the Bucks, he's gotta say that. But Mike, I'm gonna turn it over to you, man. We're gonna start with your Bucks against the Green Bay Packers, man. First off, who wins the game? And then we'll break it down from there. You know, I've been saying since back in August that the the, the Super Bowl was going to be Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. Um, and so I'm not changing that prediction. I, I, I'm not coming this far to get scared is what I'm saying. You know, I, I'm not going to get all the way close to the Super Bowl and then change based on some gut feeling or all that. What I will say though is Green Bay does make me nervous. They 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 playing some really good ball right now, and they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. And I think every episode we've done here, probably in the last month, Jamal, you've been talking about how important it is to have a quarterback on your team. Um, and what they, Green Bay's got one of the best of the best, so you can't count them out. But Tampa Bay, we're gonna go ahead and do that thing. We're gonna win. I'm gonna call it thirty. To 17. Oh, I like that. I like that. So, I mean, hey, sports family. Mike, I don't think Mike's going out on a limb here. Last week, Mike and I, we were coming up with our predictions, and I said, uh, man, look, I think the Bucks are going to beat the Saints. And Mike said, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to beat a team three times in one season, but I don't know, man. The Saints have had our number. And I remember, Mike, I said, don't sleep on y'all Bucks defense. I think the deep like it's gonna come down. The Bucks defense is gonna step up. And boy, did they. Man, shout out to y'all rookie linebacker. That dude, Cole, bruh. So I think the Saints, when they played, when y'all beat the Saints uh uh last week, I think you guys give that same dose of defense to the Green Bay Packers. And I mean Aaron Rodgers, no doubt, is one of the best quarterbacks still in the league, and he's playing at a very elite level. And they're, they got this balanced attack. But just like I told you last week, I believe you and the Saints, uh, the Bucks and the Saints, matched up really good. I see the same thing with Green Bay. I mean, you guys have a balanced attack. Now, we got to talk about this, though, too. It puts a lot of pressure now on you guys without A.B., but how do you guys – what do you guys do to offset that, not having A-B? Well, I mean, at the same time, we've got still got a lot of weapons. And um, playing up there in Green Bay, it, I think it shortens the field a little bit. Like, your your explosive plays are, aren't as um, often. So I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Leonard Fournette. You're going to see a heavy dose of, you know, Gronk. Um, it's going to be some smash. We're going to try to, you know, have long drives where it's like 10, 15 plays, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. I mean, he can't beat you if he's sitting over there with, you know, one of them big old coats on with the warmers and stuff. So we got to keep LaFleur and, and Aaron Rodgers physically close to each other the whole game. If they 
close to each other. Man. Well, I tell you what, though, man. One of the things that I, I told <laughs> I'm going to go back in the past, man. Hopefully, hopefully it pans out. But I just saw on ESPN or some sports affiliate that uh, Vita Vea has been activated off the IR list. So is he playing in today's game or is it for preparation for this? They're saying he looks in really good shape and that he is going to play in this game, which really shores up our run defense even more. Um you know how I am about Vita Vea. You know, hopefully I'll never meet him in person because he, he might not, he might have some things he want to say to me. But um, if he comes back, that'll be a huge boost to our defense for sure. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Hey, dude, I, I personally believe this, man. I'm a you know I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. You know, I, I'm of course being a Niner fan. You know, you you start there first, but I got like, I got to say this. I'm loving how Aaron Rodgers and, you know, LaFleur have put the differences aside this year. Um, they're on the same page, you know, and Aaron Rodgers is definitely all in, but I believe y'all going to discount, double check that dude. Today. I swear to <laughs> you, people sleeping on that defense. And I know it's just like, it's not always the defense that you want to see, you know, week in, week out where, you know, shutouts and stuff like that. But I think you guys are going to play a very controlled game. And like you said, keeping Aaron Rodgers off the field is key. Having those long, sustainable drives, which you guys can do. Now, it started out kind of rough for you guys at the beginning of last week's game against the Saints. And, like, you know, um, I, what I like about Brady is that Brady can stay the course no matter what. And we've seen it throughout his whole career. We saw it when he beat the damn Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. Brady was it was what was the I think the score was twenty eight to three at that time, but Brady stayed the course and before the half ended in that Super Bowl, they drove down down the field and got three points out of it, and the rest is history. I do believe that you know Tampa Bay has that on their side. I don't know necessarily if Green Bay does. I don't think Green Bay could dig themselves out of that type of deficit. Uh, they got the quarterback to do it, but. If it comes down to it, Mike, what do you think is going to uh, uh, help you guys the most? What's going to be you guys' kryptonite against Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I think it's it's our speed on defense. You know, our speed, like you mentioned earlier, the speed at the linebacker position, whether it's bringing blitzes or disguising blitzes or dropping in coverage, um, and even the speed to be able to – take a, a little bit of unconventional angles to, you know, get to the running back in the running game and stuff like that. So I think, I think that is the kryptonite because it's going to be hard for him to manipulate that back, you know, coverage if the play action isn't working and things like that. So um, I, I'm, ho- I'm hoping that's what plays out. The other key I think to this game is Tampa special teams got to play way better than they played against the saints. Um you know, like you said, early in the beginning of that game, the Saints had a chance to kind of bust it open and, and run away with that, with you know, some long punt returns and a punt return that was called back and things like that. We we got to shore that up because you can't give, you know, Green Bay cheap points, you know, like that. So, but we ready. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Don't spend your stimulus check. We're going to spend it on Dale Mabry. Come with me now. 
See, see, that's what I'm talking about, man. See, that's that ESP we have, man. I was just going <laughs> to ask you, Mike, where y'all partying at, man? So y'all know. Um, when I think about this, though, too, nobody really talks about, uh, you know, the, the impact, even though A.B. didn't play, you know, he wasn't 100%. And, of course, again, he's ruled out of this game already. Um, the impact that he has on like defenses just being out on the field man and i now you know we know that easily that you can you know you you look at your your number one receiving threat in mike mike evans and you know somebody can say hey look you know just play over top and underneath you know shade him out of the game but then like you said man you got gronk the connection between you know brady and gronk right there man that's scary so it's just like you know yeah yeah who who yeah who who are you gonna double team? Like Brady's that smart, and I you, you know I I can see why the Niners low key was pursuing Tom Brady behind the scenes because they weren't that confident with Jimmy G. When you got and how how old is Brady? He's forty. What? Gotta, I think he's gotta be like eighty two and a half. Eighty two and a half. Yeah, I I I, I sign off on that one. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it's it, I don't see how he's been doing it. But Drew Brees and developed a noodle arm, but Brady somehow, you know, he, he's still holding on. If Brady wins a Super Bowl this year, I have to say it as a Niner fan, you gotta you gotta give his praise and say he's probably the best quarterback ever. Yeah. I just don't kill me, Niner fans. It does hurt to say that, but you know, it is what it is. So Mike. Anything, any last words about this NFC championship game you want to say before we move over to the AFC? It's a wrap, man. Don't spend your stimulus check. Y'all ride with me now. I've been telling you since August, we didn't come this far to get scared. So let's go. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right. Switching gears over to the AFC championship game. Boy, you talk about some some lights out football this weekend. Like this, you, you can't write it any better than this. Man, you got damn Kansas City Chiefs against the Buffalo Bills. Oh, man, it's up for grabs, man. And I know everybody's talking about it, Mike. Oh, it's still Pat Mahomes. It's still Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they number one rated offense, yada, yada, yada. But we know how difficult it is to repeat in a Super Bowl. I mean, it has, it, it, the last team to, to, to do it was the, the Patriots. And yeah. I mean, here, yeah, here we are. I mean, it just shows you how good Kansas City is. But got to talk about this, Mike, and I, I think you raised a real good point. So everybody knows, the rest of the world knows, unless you've been living under a rock, that Pat Mahomes got his bell wrong. So, you know, he was in a concussion protocol. We know that he didn't finish out the game. And miraculously, Kansas City still won. Mike. Does that play any impact on today's game against Buffalo? I think it makes a huge impact because um, it it goes back to what we always talk about, if you ask me. Is is it really bigger than sports? Because, you know, there's a lot of people probably pressuring Mahomes to play today because it gives Kansas City its best chance to win. He's putting his health on the line if he does that. And we know from concussions and brain um, scans and things like that, 
concussions really have long-term effects. Yeah. And so if you if you really care about the athlete and you care about, you know, his health and all these different things and what he brings to your community, you take that decision out of his hands and you probably don't let him play unless you are medically sure that he should, he's good to go. We all know he's going to play, but to get, for me, it's, it's one of them things that you're going to see on TV where the NFL says, yep, we're going to try them all out there. And you know, they get hurt. We'll find another Patrick Mahomes in five years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, um, I wish we were seeing them where both teams are at, you know, at their the healthiest because, it, I mean, both of those teams are well-coached, talented teams, explosive offenses, really good defenses. Like, it, it's an AFC championship for the ages, and I, I just feel like it's kind of getting screwed over this time. But I'm going with Buffalo on this one. I'm, I'm going with easy money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so check this out. Me and you talked about this, too, how – Buffalo has been that team that has progressively each year gotten better and better. And so I'm going to put you on the spot and say, does that decision change if Patrick Mahomes didn't sustain a concussion? He's 100%. Oh, if Patrick Mahomes is 100%, I'm, I take the Chiefs in this game, 100%. Because um, there's nobody doing it like he does it. And I think kind of like Tampa Bay, Kansas City has so many weapons on offense. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, you're trading out a Gronk for a Kelsey. Who wouldn't make that trade? You know I mean? Like when you start talking about potential weapons to, to go after and then a quarterback that can throw the ball all over the field, the coaches, like, yeah, I, I would take I would take them 100% if, if Mahomes was healthy. And, you know, the, to be honest with you, while Henny isn't a horrible quarterback, I don't think anyone gives Kansas City a chance to win that game with him as a quarterback if, if he has a play. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I hear you on that, man. I'll be honest with you, man. For me, regardless, and this is, 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 is hard, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb, though, by saying this. So I think regardless if uh, Mahomes was 100%, um, I think Buffalo ekes this one out. I, I think Buffalo has made the necessary adjustments in the offseason, and that necessary adjustment, when I tell you, yeah, one person can't, one player can't win the game, but he sure as hell can influence the shit out of it. That damn <laughs> Stefan Diggs, dude. That right there, that acquisition was a game changer for them. Yeah. Because, man, when I tell you, it is when you have a quarterback that each year gets better and better, because remember the knock on Buffalo's quarterback, man, was that he wasn't accurate. He didn't come from a big-name school. And he turned out to be the best quarterback in that draft. So when, when, I, when I tell you is that Aunt Buffalo has one of the best cornerbacks in the league in, in white, I think, all the, I, I think all you have to do for the keys for success for Buffalo – course contain you know you got to contain hill you got to contain hill yeah Yeah. and and limit limit the hell out of kelsey because that's you know that that, to me when when i watch it through uh patrick mahone's eyes i see him his 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 one or two read or the opposite is always hill to kelsey or kelsey to hill 
Now, to your point, they got a lot of weapons, but I think Buffalo ekes this one out by six points. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't disagree with that. But again, it should be. We were talking great football this weekend, uh, both games. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coach of the Year awards, man. Out of the four uh, four remaining teams, who wins Coach of the Year out of the out of those four teams? You know, I want to be the homer and be biased and say Bruce Arians um, because we've all we all know what is we've seen it before when you put together what's supposed to be a, a super team with a bunch of egos and all that stuff and and the locker rooms implode. Uh, but somehow these guys have have uh, you know stayed the course and, and seem to be pretty unselfish and and meshed well or what have you. And it makes you wonder, is that the coaching, is the quarterback? I, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to go with Buffalo. I think Buffalo's coach, I mean, going into the year, only a few people that really follow football were saying Buffalo was good like that. But they have consistently, week in and week out, and regardless of what happened the season with COVID and protocols and all that, they have week in and week out showed up and played. Um, and they won in different ways, you know, whether it be high scoring or defensive battle, whatever. So he has his guys ready to play every week, and I can respect that. So Buffalo's got a good one. Yeah. How about you? You you know what? Believe it or not, (laughs) it's a couple reasons why I'm going with the Bucs. You're going to find it's kind of hilarious. But when I think of the AFC, the reason why I didn't go with Buffalo, and there's no – I mean, it's a tight race. Um, and I think of the AFC this year, what's the competition? But when I look at the NFC, when I think of the competition, it's, it's, it's brutal. I mean, you're talking about Green Bay. You're talking about, of course, you know, hell, uh, and you guys' own division, even though the record doesn't show it, reflect it, but hell. I mean, like, you guys have to face – Atlanta, one of the uh, the high-flying, potent offenses, even though, again, the record doesn't reflect it. But, I mean, hell, you guys have to play the NFC, like, the Saints. Again, the Saints. I mean, you you know how you guys dismantled them last year. I mean, last week. I, I mean, I think, that, I, I think that's phenomenal. But the biggest reason why I'm going with Bruce Aarons for Coach of the Year is, like, how the hell did he keep a B under a wrap? How did he keep that man from hurting himself, <laughs> you know, as he historically previously always did? So shout out to Bruce Aarons for, for that. And you know what? It could have gone real ugly, real bad, because it was several weeks where Bruce Aarons was like just like nipping at Tom Brady. Like he was eating, like getting on his ass. And you like, man, fuck is going on over here, man? Like. You know, most coaches don't really kind of throw their quarterback out there under and throw him under the bus. But Bruce Aarons, that, that's the beauty about with sports. We don't have the inside scoop and we don't know what, you know, what Tom Brady and, and, and Bruce Aarons talked about. A lot of these players said, hey, look, I don't want you to treat me like a superstar any different from the rest of the team. I want you to get on my ass if if I'm effing up. And so, man, when I tell you, he and Bruce Aaron's M.O. is to hold everybody accountable anyway. So that's the reason, regardless if you guys 
beat uh, Green Bay and going to the Super Bowl, which I do have you guys going to the Super Bowl and winning it. I think Bruce Aarons go like, and, and that may <laughs> oh there go Mike in a cabbage patch. <laughs> and I think this this to me makes Arizona look horrible. Cause guess who used to be Arizona's head coach, Bruce Aarons. So yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's a bad look on Arizona. Um, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see Mike yeah. over here. Mike is like cabbage patching over here. Hey, you know, it's so excited. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, excited. Man. Dude, well, I, I, I think all we can, all we need to say at this point is, man, practice safe social distancing while you're watching the games. Because as Mike said this, man, the Super Bowl is coming to Tampa. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be pewter up and down. So as you guys are watching these games, be safe. You know what I'm saying? Give the virtual high fives. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, do the virtual fist pumps and all that. But be safe out there, man. Mike, if you got a chance to go to the Super Bowl, your Bucks are representing the Super Bowl for the NFC. Are you going? Man, I'm trying to falsify my records and say I'm over 65 now so I can get this vaccine in time so I can go to the Super Bowl and be wide open. I'm trying to get both in a week. <laughs> the lengths we go for our, our, our NFL teams, man. Yeah, hey, dog, I can't fault you there, big dog. I cannot fault you because if it was them 49ers, bro, I'm like, Mike, get me in, dog. I got to figure it out, man. But, man, yeah, you know what? Sports family, you know I am a real true friend, and I got to say this, man. Mike had been calling it all season long, just like I called last year my Niners making it to the Super Bowl. Ultimately, we fell short, so I got to give Mike his due. He had been saying it since day one. You know the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, right? And I was like, what does that mean? I'm just letting you know you need to get your ticket early. <laughs> Talking all kind of cash money shit. So salute to you, Mike. Salute to you. <laughs> Appreciate it, fam. Hey, man, any parting words before we conclude this episode to the sports family? What you got to say? That's it, sports family. We love you. We're going to be right back at you. You're going to hear the same topic next week when we talk about Tampa Bay going to the Super Bowl. And then the next week after that, talking about Tampa Bay won it. So um, get used to it, uh, you know, because we're not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> love you. Better watch out. Mike bite kneecaps off too, bro. (laughs) Sports family, that's a wrap. Peace. Peace.